Welcome to the Scholastic Decathlon. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, what even is that? Wait, I think that's the thing from High School Musical <gasps> that um, Gabriella goes to. <laughs> I'm conf- I'm confusing it with like scholastic book fairs. Yeah, because that's just reminded me of that 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 was a thing that existed. And also, <laughs> do you remember when the but when the library van used to come to school as well? Yes. Like oh, oh I, my god. I only remember that because I was thinking about books for this. And then I was like, did I imagine that weird <laughs> like library on wheels? Like some old dude would just rock up and his caravan with full of books oh my god it's magical books and bean bags <laughs> oh actually like libraries make me feel emotional I know like, thinking about the library as a child because it was like my life <laughs> I'm so lame I'm actually anyway. um Matilda ever heard of her <laughs> I literally am her books are my life um so you might have guessed what we're talking about today <laughs> sad things oh we did God. when we were children yeah that's that's just every episode so. yeah i mean pretty much but we didn't party yeah. but we did <laughs> book fairs we read a lot of books i'm i mean obviously i'm so excited for this because you know i'm pretty sure these books are the reason that i'm now a professional typo fixer earning well below my potential exactly <laughs> <laughs> keeping it real publishing industry famously underpaid <laughs> love it love life nah but like for reals it basically is the start of it all you know you think the reason it's underpaid is because so many like rich people go into it and they're like oh we don't even really need the money oh yeah well that definitely was the case like not so much now but like a hundred percent like back in the back yeah in the day. it was like your dad's friend would get you an internship yeah. and like you wouldn't need the money because you'd still because you'd have the family money parents, as well like, yeah your parents mansion in richmond or whatever yeah so i mean it's also just because so many people want to do it like it's a uh, supply and demand in it but <laughs> Sometimes I get free books, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We're both still pretty big readers to this day. Like, it all started with Mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. my main gal, Jackie Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Let's kick off. Let's kick off with good old Jacqueline. Because where do we begin? I mean, this woman, this woman traumatized a generation. Where do we begin? (laughs) But also taught us so much. We we she asked fucking did some, like her. response on Instagram about about good old Jackie and uh, my good friend Abby, Abby had something to say. A really good job of bringing like some kind of underrepresented backgrounds or like kind of bringing definitely different like financial backgrounds and different family setups into my like fairly sheltered life growing up. So like frequently her the people she wrote about would be like you know they'd be from single parent families or they'd have like really quite dire financial situations or they'd be up against quite challenging like social care issues and and stuff and I think yeah she did a good job at shining a light on different situations yeah so true like I'm pretty sure Tracy Beaker was like the first kind of representation I saw of that yeah for sure yeah no I mean just yeah what I've said basically yeah just like different financial situations like kids whose parents were divorced or mm. like single parents 
She was she was a revolutionary of her time, Jacqueline. <laughs> she was. <laughs> I mean, she's still going. Like, still, I know. Still writing the shit out of stuff. <laughs> I wonder if she's still as popular. I don't know. I saw. So I was like looking up at what she's what she's writing now, and the, her most recent book was called. It's a bit wild. It's called Baby Love, and it's about a teenager in like France in the 1960s who gets pregnant and then gets sent away from home to like live with these other pregnant women in like a center or something. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, fair play. It happened. Yeah, <laughs> I mean representation she's still going for it she like I mean she taught me like honestly quite a lot about like history because I remember reading like ones like the Lottie project did you ever read that one Mm. and it's like a girl that has to do a project on like someone in the Victorian era and then it's like the two sides of the story and it's like her in the modern day and then Lottie who's like this Victorian girl and they basically have similar lives but like 200 years apart that one was great Fuck yeah. No, I'm like, there's so many titles I remember, but mm. I, apart from like Tracy Beaker and maybe like Vicky Angel, which was uh, traumatic, um, yeah. <laughs> I find it hard to remember the content of a lot of these, but like, yeah. honestly, there were some fucking heavy hitters. So we had another response about um, Love Lessons, which... Oh, I was I... going to mention this one. It's fucked up. Yeah, Amelia said that um, she's 14 and kisses her teacher, which... Yeah. Um, it's fucked up. <laughs> I like can't remember that one, it, but wild. I wonder like, how it was framed. I hope badly. I feel like it's a whole like, oh, with this, sh- we shouldn't be doing this thing. But like, she's like fully in love with him, and he's married. I'm pretty sure she babysits his kid, and then 14. ends up, yeah, and then like they end up kissing. And it's like forbidden love, whatever. The grief. It's really also, weird. Wild to me how like. I don't know if you ever did this, but like I was never asked to babysit anyone. And it like I find it so weird in like movies and shit when there's like 14-year-olds <laughs> babysitting. I'm like, 14, you fucking kidding? Like Oh what, because they're so young. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever did it when I was 14. I did it. I think I started well, when I, I was not pay a fucking 14-year-old to babysit <laughs> my child. <laughs> I don't I don't remember when I started. Maybe I might have been 15, 15 or 16. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Just not most of them kids. <laughs> But like so many, like looking back at the covers and stuff was so nostalgic. Like, oh yeah, and some of the heavy hitters, like you mean heavy as in like traumatic? No, just like the memes. (laughs) Like I put loads of these on the Instagram, but like double act, Vicky Angel, oh Case Kid, Illustrated Mum, Lizzie Zip Mouth, Dustbin Baby. (gasps) I forgot about Lizzie Zip Mouth. Bed and Breakfast Star, Cat Mummy, like. Yeah. All of them are just like so oh familiar. Was the cat mummy not also like a really wild story where like her cat like died and she literally mummified it? Judging by sure the cover, that looks like a theme. <laughs> Hieroglyphics. I'm literally thinking that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. God, oh you have gosh. such good memory. Oh I unfortunately don't remember oh. the content of like any of these books, but <laughs> covers all bring They all great stick vibes. with me this day like honestly some of them I remember in like visceral detail because like they were so like dustbin baby for example Mm -hmm. it's really like it's really grim it's like basically a teenage girl that like ends up having a baby I think she doesn't even realize that she's pregnant oh no and then she literally gives birth to it in an alleyway and then puts it in the bin we've all been there (laughs) 
Oh my god, like it's fucking crazy. Oh, Vicky Angel, her best friend gets run over and dies and then follows her around as a ghost for the rest of the thing. I'm pretty sure um... that I like everyone was talking about this book at the time, being like, oh my god, it's so sad, it's gonna make you cry. And I like went to read it and was like, I need to cry. <laughs> <laughs> And I literally remember like sitting, I remember this quite clearly, like sitting, reading the book, like trying to cry, like s- trying to like squeeze that tear, <laughs> but it just wasn't, it just wasn't coming. <laughs> oh God. I feel like, to be honest, I don't remember crying at books as a kid. No. Like, I don't really think like we had the emotional capacity for no, that. No, we just don't. I rarely cry at books now. Like it has to be really, really intensely sad. But yeah, some of the other ones, like I remember so so clearly because they were so intense but like the illustrated mum like that one I feel like it's really like the first time as a kid that I ever read or like heard much about like mental illness and stuff which like obviously is a privileged position to be in yeah but like it was really yeah like I feel like a lot of kids would have like found out about that stuff really that because like the mum is the mum has bipolar and she like yeah goes through a lot of stuff and there was also a lot of stuff like Abby was saying about them being on them I remember really clearly there's a bit about her going to the post office to collect her gyro which is like a benefit okay like um some money that you'd get every week or whatever and like that's something that like I have not yeah I haven't really come across in much other definitely not other kids books yeah not many other books either absolutely good at widening our little minds Mm. and I remember in the you know the girls books like girls girls in love girls in love yes girls out late because I remember the tv <laughs> series for that I don't know if I ever saw that you know it was on CBBC unsurprisingly those ones were a bit more teen but like I'm pretty sure my mum just didn't realize because it was just like another Jacqueline Molson book and then I had it and was like oh. yeah <laughs> that was like I was talking to John about this for this episode I remember reading these books I don't know if you ever heard of them they're called Cherub mm. like the Cherub series no and like it's basically about these young like recruits like ca- army cadet sort of things but they go into this like secret service like thing for for young adults oh. <laughs> and they, they go to these like camps and they all like train together and stuff and like they were those were quite like racy like I'm pretty sure they the characters were like starting to like have sex and whatever because they were like 15 16 oh, and um yeah and I just thought they were really cool like I was like oh this is a bit racy because <laughs> I was probably a bit younger when I was reading it <laughs> And like the girls ones, I remember really clearly, like this is very specific, but like one of them having a really like graphic, not graphic, but like <laughs> intense de- description of one of them being on her period and like what it felt like to have cramps. Oh. And like, I think I read that before, like I'd ever started my period and I was like, whoa, <laughs> like this is a lot. <laughs> I'm terrified. But like that really stuck with me. Like, I still remember it now. Yeah. And some of them were just wild. Like, there was one called Secrets, if you've read that one. But um, basically, this girl, her friend... So it's, like, two girls from, like, different side of the tracks sort of thing. One of them's, like, quite well-to-do. The other one's, like, from a council estate. And uh, she has to run away from home. And the other girl hides her in her attic, like Anne Frank. And it's all, like, Anne Frank-inspired. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much. <laughs> fucking hell and she like hides her in her attic and like they're all looking for her and she's like I don't know what you mean she's not at my house <laughs> like bringing her feet Jesus Christ <laughs> 
right where should we go to next what about should we move on oh, to good yes. old meg cabot i mean of course we've covered the movie in this podcast already but like i feel like the <laughs> books are a very different beast <laughs> in a lot of ways yeah oh my god and there so, so many. many like how many were there was definitely in the teens so many and like obviously the first like I feel like the first one is like relatively true to the book ish mm. but then the second movie is just like yeah. a completely new story because obviously like in the books she like she continues to live and also the books they're in New York aren't yeah they? they're not even in San Francisco which is and yeah her dad's alive and like the grandmother is just so yeah, it's actually so different like, yeah, yeah the grandma's a bitch the princess stories episode but like she is wild like she's so savage she says like horrible things to me all the time <laughs> yeah like but, she's like, a I very different character she was so funny yeah if she existed now like in media yeah. she'd be like oh my gosh, she gay icon. she's like savage yeah, but hilarious and glam i remember you know? so clearly in the in the books um grandmare which is what she's called in the books um has <laughs> tattooed eyeliner and that just made her yeah. seem terrifying to me. <laughs> I know. Imagine. Especially when we're reading it at like 12, 13. <laughs> she'd be like, tattooed yeah. eyeliner. So what? I like definitely preferred Michael in the books. I was thinking about this. Like, I feel like he mm-hmm. was way more of like a hot character. But then also she has like other boyfriends in the books, doesn't she? Like her and Michael break up and she dates other people. I feel like there was a guy called yeah. like JP or something. Yeah, and Lily also has a boyfriend called, I think his name is Boris. (laughs) I may have made this up. (laughs) No, all of this is making sense now you say it. Um, JP, Boris, yeah. So like by the end of the series, she doesn't even end up with Michael. Like I think she's she's going after this JP fella, whoever he was. I can't remember now. Obsessed. But yeah. That's so random that they decided to put movie in san francisco yeah it is like why i mean it's kind of like new york is yeah it's kind of cooler it's fine. i guess as a setting like i, I do like that they did that but yeah, it's but random. like it also <laughs> makes it a lot more weird that like genovia or whatever <laughs> has the embassy in san francisco and like and also like <laughs> lily and michael as supposed to be this kind of like classic new york jewish family and stuff so like that kind of yeah. makes sense in that context I mean, like, obviously there are Jewish people in San Francisco too, but, like, New York, you know, Jewish community is, like, it's a huge thing. So, yeah, funny. <laughs> did you Maybe read I any did, other you know, Meg books? I can't think of any off the top of my head. Oh, because, like, I read... She was one of those where, like, I would just read yeah. anything I could get my hands on. There was another one called Avalon High, oh. which was... It was... There was kind of, like... I don't know if there was there wasn't time travel involved, but it was basically like there were all these characters that was like high school setting, but there were descendants yeah. of people like, like King Guinevere and stuff. Yeah, like I think the main the main character was, and then like her love interest <laughs> ended up like there was just like shit to do with yeah. sword fighting, <laughs> and, like they were descendants of these like medieval fucking yeah. warriors and. I remember it being like very mm-hmm. enthralling anyway. Good. And um there was another one called yeah, All American that's really Girl. Familiar. Oh, these are all the books that I would have been getting out of Malvern Library on the regs. I know. Oh my god, it's so nostalgic Honestly. to me, just even the thought of a library book with like a plastic cover. 
yeah, yeah. and like all the and stamps you used to get in a the physical front. stamp when you took it out and when you had to bring it back <laughs> I really need to join the library like everyone go and join your local libraries because we need to keep them going okay um yeah yeah like, exactly. fuck Amazon and, like I've literally been meaning to <laughs> I've been meaning to join my local library for so long and I'm gonna do it it's just such a fucking great <laughs> thing like just free books you know what could be better yeah, I don't know why we don't do it more. Like, books are expensive. Along this, <laughs> where do you want to go next? Is uh, Louise Renison's books, so anger songs and full frontal them. snogging, <laughs> which is the title of the book. Which I think is a shame that. Yeah, I think it's why a shame did they, they do didn't... that? I mean, it sounds quite graphic, doesn't it? I know, but I feel like even the name is so integral to yeah, like the book. In the movie, like the whole point is that they're like young girls who are like horny little fuckers, and they yeah. say they say like stupid horny yeah, little things. Do. <laughs> like, I just remembered that like it. one of the other books is called "Knocked Out by My Nunga Nungas." <laughs> I know, that's so great. Like, they have such like stupid language, but that's what you do when you're fucking fourteen. Like you have stupid things that you say and. Like it's yeah. so. I mean, integral. the movie is also iconic. Like, love it. But the books were like so much ruder mm-hmm. and just like funnier and like they were yeah, way like, ruder. More like what you actually want to read when you're a teenage girl. <laughs> yeah, and more like what you genuinely hear, like in school yeah, and stuff. You know, sure. they were just a lot more realistic. I just, re- I just remember thinking when I saw it, I was like, oh, a lot of this doesn't translate mm. to screen. Well, yeah. I don't think. Like, I don't know. There was just like such a like silliness of the girls in the books that was like all the, yeah, like all the slang that they had. They had like language for like what different things mean. And they had their like handshakes and shit. And I just remember like reading it, it sounded like funny, but like seeing it on screen, it just like looked a bit cringe and didn't really translate properly, I thought. And I was like, it just doesn't feel... Like something about it doesn't feel real or the same in the same way it, it does when you're a teenager and you have all these like silly jokes with your friends it's like oh it just doesn't quite like work no oh 100% (laughs) do you know what I mean yeah it was still really fun but someone about these books earlier and um was reminded of the character of Dave the Laugh do you remember him (laughs) because he's like the one that she ends up with in the end in the books not um Robbie Mm -hmm. and he's like done dirty in the movie he's like in it for like two minutes yeah but I do remember being like Oh my god, that's the fit guy from the <gasps> Wait, BT ads. Dave the Laugh. <laughs> Do you remember the BT ads where you know Colin from yeah. Love Actually? Yeah, Colin. Colin Frittle. He's like, he's the dad, and then oh. Dave the Laugh is his son. <laughs> and there was this like a few year period where they were like a family, and they were on all the <laughs> BT internet ads. <laughs> but no, it was um, <laughs> it's huge. Um, and yeah, she also reminded me that in. The books Robbie is go at first going out with wet Lindsay. <laughs> Do you remember wet oh Lindsay? Oh my god, yeah, and she's like a proper yeah. arsehole. I don't think she's in the movie, is she? I can't remember. There is no, there is because she's played by the girl who is in Wild Child, and but she's nice meat. in Wild Child. Yeah, I don't know if they call it her wet her. Lindsay in the film that. though. <laughs> wet Lindsay. I don't even know what they call her that in the book. I honestly am very tempted to go back and read Angus Thong's because... God, 
I've thought this about so, like it's so good preparing for this episode, like looking at all these books. I'm yeah. like, I would read like especially the Meg Cabot ones for me. I'm like, I mm. love them so much. Like, I think, think you I have to feed. You have to feed your inner tween. You know, sometimes you have to like, yeah, yeah, because and just like that feeling of like an insane page turner that you literally finish in a day like I oh, feel like yes. that happens so rarely as an adult because we're always trying to read such like fancy shit <laughs> I know <laughs> or like literally the only time you get to do that is like on holiday like recently when I went away I literally I did read like a couple mm-hmm. of books in one day but like <laughs> you have to literally be doing Gorgeous. nothing else which is yeah. never the case in adult life I know. yeah god oh, I've so realized good. my reading has actually dipped a lot from like well like Proper during COVID, I read loads because I was furloughed and I had literally nothing going on. Um, <laughs> but like since going back to work, I read less because I'm like pre-COVID, yeah. I did all my reading on my commute, really. Mm, yeah, and I don't totally. have I don't have a commute anymore. Um, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> less reading. Yeah, I literally need to like schedule it in now. It's crazy. Yeah. No, adult life is the best. What about? I know, I don't think this is going to be, I well, I know for sure this isn't a big one for you, but for me, the Mary-Kate and Ashley, two of a kind oh. books. <laughs> but you huge. know what? You sent me a photo of one of them and I, it really, really did like bring something back. So I'm pretty sure I've read them or some Honestly, of them. Google now Mary-Kate and Ashley, two of a kind and just like look at all the covers because there's about 50 books. <laughs> and like, I swear so many of these covers so will funny. be like familiar to you. But also because like loads of the covers they use, they clearly just like were like done on photo shoots and they used them for like multiple things. Yeah. Because <laughs> some of the things I'm like, oh, that was also the cover of Holiday in the Sun, the movie. <laughs> you just like yeah. used the same photo on one of the books. Copied that shit. Um, oh, but God, no, those books. I They're the kind of books that, yeah, you could you could read them in two hours. Like, yeah. They were pretty thin and, um, I was saying imagining the poor like publishing interns who were just churning those <laughs> books out <laughs> yeah and I remember like there's a lot of different authors for them yeah like, what's what's the um give me some inside scoop first <laughs> I don't know if you deal with many children's books though but like those nah, kind of things really. where it's like they're Mary-Kate and Ashley books as yeah. a brand but yeah. obviously they're not writing them so like what they just have multiple kind of people oh, yeah. working it'll on be, them and it'll be like a ghost writer or probably like a pool of ghost writers if it was that many books <laughs> yeah so yeah like... but like, it would always say the author's name it's not like they literally were like bye Mary Kate and Ashley <laughs> but <laughs> I mean sometimes they don't credit ghost writers at all to be honest like depends yeah I mean these are all fiction and it was mm. it was kind of a head fuck because it was like it was based on because they had a two of a kind TV series, so it was kind mm. of based on those characters. Yeah, they just basically adapted the books from the show. So I guess there was endless content as long as they start kept making shows and movies. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> oh, and I remember like well, the, the the books kind of like outran the show in the end, and they because they were set in like Chicago with their single dad and dead mum. Because oh, like, yeah. what is it with like nineties and noughties? Oh my God, dead mums. Yeah. Dead mums, yeah. all of them fucking dead. Everyone had a dead mum or a dead dad. Yeah. Constantly, mostly dead mums though. Mm, because like yeah. we love the trope. trope on TV of like a single dad, like navigating single dad. Yeah. And then if it's a single mum, we're like, Ugh, whatever, trash bag. <laughs> it's like that song was like a single mum who... Loves her kids, never stops working. 
<laughs> Do you know the one I mean? It's like a, a country single mom song who works all day. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. You, yeah, I've seen the fucking single TikToks. Mom who works two jobs? <laughs> who loves the kids and never stops? You see, no one cares about them, but we no. fucking love a single dad. As oh, a exactly, they get all the credit. They're like, oh my yeah. god, he's amazing raising those kids on his own. What about the bloody single mums? Oh, look, dad's babysitting the kids. Isn't he nice? Aren't you nice for helping out mummy? <laughs> He's doing his bit. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a sucker fucking fat one? I hate oh. it when people say that. Anyway, anyway <laughs> sorry, that took a, that took a turn. <laughs> but yeah, look, my love for Mary-Kate and Ashley burns deep. And yes, we will be doing yes. a movie at some point. because Oh my God, we need to. They have hilarious plots. <laughs> yeah. So good. Your turn. All right. I think uh, I think we need to talk about Harry Potter. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, how could we not? <laughs> You're so right. I mean, we could do a whole Harry Potter episode, to be honest. But, I mean, maybe we will. But this is, I mean, as, a, as like a book series that had an impact on my childhood, like, I mm-hmm. could not, I could not not mention it. Yeah. I mean, and obviously. The, the biggest fuckers as well. Remember, like, mm. picking those. Oh, my God, hefty. Well, like, four onwards and being like, Jesus, this yeah. is a big book. <laughs> Oh, I have literally the clearest, most vivid memory of the fifth book arriving in the post in my house. And it was like, I think Half the Blood beginning. Prince. No, the, the Order of the Phoenix, which is oh, the biggest, yeah, yeah. fattest one of all. Is that the and biggest like, one? <laughs> yeah, I think it is the longest one. And I I think it was like maybe the beginning of the summer holidays. And like, I just took that and I ran into the garden and I lay down and I had it. I was lying on my front and I had the book there and I literally just stayed there for like two hours. And it was because I was so desperate. I hope to... you didn't finish it in two hours or I'll kill oh, myself. I mean, it was probably like only a day or two before I finished it. But um, <laughs> I was I guess desperate. they were kind of like, quick reads, even though they were so thick. Yeah. But like, I was just so like, I was probably churning through it like so quickly. I probably wasn't even taking it in because I just had to know mm. what happened. And I like honestly miss that feeling. Like, I know. it's I feel like I don't ever get that now. From like where I just like I have to know what's next. Like, well, I just feel like desperation. I know. I just feel like series in general are so like not really a thing for adults, and it makes me really yeah, sad. They only are like, if a it's lot like less. fantasy. True, actually, yeah, I'm wrong. I just I don't I don't really read fantasy as an adult, so I guess no. I don't. Really I haven't for quite a few years like I definitely had a resurgence of that when I was about 17 18 I got really into like young adult fantasy books and like dystopians and stuff yeah because like that's when I was reading like Hunger Games and shit yeah Hunger Games like like I kind of like, forget um, how recent that I don't know I, I don't know if I was reading them I must have been reading them late but hmm. I was only reading Hunger Games when I was like first year of uni yeah, I was no same. I was reading them about ten years ago when I was like eighteen. I was on my gap year. I got really mm-hmm. into like that and like Divergent series. Um, oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, and like the Maze Runner and all of that. Yes, and those like dystopian ones, which are like I love those. Like them, they're, they're great. But, what is um, it with teenagers and dystopians? Yeah, like, why I don't know. do we fucking love dystopians <laughs> so much? Like, what and, is like, that? Fantasy romance, like oh my god, I was obsessed. I was obsessed with this series called The Mortal Instruments as well. Yes, which they they made into a movie and it was shit. To be honest, is that the ones <laughs> with like City of Bones? And it's like a bit incest. Yeah, 
yeah I feel like there's something in there which is not great um it has the guy in it from, well it has Lily Collins in it yeah the movie as in uh Phil Collins' daughter it also has the guy in that plays Beckner. yeah in, in and Things. like is this his first big break since uh, City of Bones <laughs> probably not <laughs> do you know what? it might be I feel like he's done yeah like other things but not as big but like I was I remember being so excited for that movie I like dragged my mum to go and see it with me and it was really disappointing. I actually <laughs> didn't take on to that series. I think I only read the first one. Didn't really get mm-hmm. me. I was addicted. Like, I was obsessed <laughs> with it. Um, anyway, back to Harry P. Like, I took these on in a weird way. I feel like I was like, mm. I don't know. I just didn't think I would be into Harry Potter. And like, I was, pro- I was probably just being mm. like one of, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I was so like, embroiled at this point in like the Mary Kate and Ashley books and Meg Cabot books I was like I only yeah. read like girly books I don't do fantasy mm, that's what I loved about it though it was so like not just for boys or girls no. like everyone loved it like, obviously it's amazing I was an idiot not to read it but like <laughs> but some people still haven't yeah well I got the fourth one from a mm. charity shop just because it was there so I read the fourth one first yeah oh that's what yeah. you started and with. then I went okay. back and read the other ones and yeah. yeah, I remember like my mum's friend gave me the first book like as a birthday present when I was about nine. And um, but it, that was like a few years after it came out. And like, I just was instantly like, oh my God, I need mm-hmm. to read like the second and third ones, which were already out. And I just like went out and I got them yes. immediately. And then I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I have something to um, admit to. I was one of those nerdy little fucking idiots that queued up at midnight. <laughs> to get the last book oh no like don't yeah I don't I I didn't queue up at midnight but I did go to a like launch party did you get invited to a launch um, party at the library (laughs) no 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 at Malvern Library I'm like imagining you like in (laughs) London at the Ritz (laughs) sadly no this was this was Malvern days um I went to like a little party at Malvern Library that they'd organized and you had to dress up (sighs) obviously I dressed up as Hermione because, you know, I basically am her. God, I wish we were friends when we were, like, 10. And, um... <laughs> I know. And, like, there was a little, like... I think there was little activities, like, you could make, like, a potion. And, like... Oh, my God, it was so cute. Um, And then you, like, got your... I don't know. They must have not given out copies of it because it was the library. But, like, everyone had their little copies. And like, <laughs> Where's my free copy? <laughs> yeah. It was so cute. And I just, like... I hope kids these days are still doing stuff like that because it's so like really embeds just like a love of books and like a little community around it which is so yeah nice. oh I know yeah like I think like details of Harry Potter will go into another time yeah. because it's like too, know, too much but um, on a high level loved yeah them. <laughs> I think I like literally just which was your favorite book oh books wise I think I really love the last two I think they were like half blood and deathly hallows like it just really yeah i really liked when they started getting a bit like teenage and angsty and like falling in love Mm. and and all of that stuff but i think movie wise i love the third one the best yeah i think like yeah book wise definitely like the half blood prince the best because i remember like you know that whole period where he finds like snape's old book and there's all the like cheats to Mm. the spells and like yeah it's like a proper mystery it's like really intriguing yeah and like dark magic and shit and like I remember in the movie they show him do like one bad spell 
like he does that thing to Draco, yeah. which is like really mm-hmm. fucked up. But like in the book, that whole period is like months long and he does like so many different things. And like it's such a like longer like build up to that moment with Draco. And it's like, but like they really like gloss over that. And I know they only have so much time or whatever, but I remember being really disappointed that they showed (laughs) hardly any of that in the movie. Because I was like, that's like what the whole book was about. Like him doing all these cool spells. (laughs) Yeah, they have so many like long mystery like narratives in the books. Like I feel like in the second one where they're trying to investigate like who might have opened the Chamber of Secrets and why all these weird why all these weird things are happening. And like that goes on for ages, like obviously over mm. the whole book. And like that was just so much fun. Like you're like discovering the mystery with them and stuff. I mean, obviously JK Rowling is heinous, but we're not yeah. right now. Classic. Ruined her legacy. That <laughs> idiot. <gasps> like people just being like, you could have literally just retired to like a castle with your multi-millions of pounds and just like never said anything ever again in the world. And been like such a revered, respected person. <laughs> literally. And become like a dame or something. And now you're an old turf. Yeah. And now you've literally fucked it and the world is a, better, a worse place. <laughs> <laughs> again, on like dystopians, yeah, like Hunger Games, Maze Runner, just fucking loved them. Like, I just... I. When I got into dystopians, I could not get enough of them. And like, there were other ones as well that, um, did you ever read that series? It was called, I don't know if it was called Matched or just the first one was called Matched. Oh, I don't know. There was never a movie for this. Like there were so many, but, and Mm. it was basically about this like society where I think when you're like about 16, you get like matched with your partner. (gasps) Wait. Did it have like a girl on the front in like a ball gown? Um, it says ringing a bell and you go to like a ball and you get. Yeah. On this series, she's in like a green that dress and she's like in a ball thing. And then there's like matched, yes. um, crossed, reached to the three ones. That definitely rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big 100%. one. Um, did you ever read Uglies? Remind me what they're about because that is so familiar. It's set in a future in a dystopian world where everyone's considered an ugly but then they're turned into a pretty by extreme cosmetic surgery when they reach the age of 16 yes i totally remember this is this also the one where when you get to a certain age you're just killed <laughs> no but I think... was that a different one yeah i do remember that one. it might have been mixed up and maybe it was also in match but there's another one where like when you get to like 60, like not that old, you basically just get killed. Oh that God. society is like, well, if you live longer than that, you'll just get cancer and it'll be bad. So we just kill everyone when they're 60 <gasps> or something. Wow. Do you and remember you that? have to like escape. Yeah. Something. Yeah. No, that doesn't I know that was a sure. whole other thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. there were just so many. And like, yeah, those worlds were just so cool to like get. <gasps> Do you know what this into. is reminded me of? Did you ever read um, How I Live Now? It's called no I don't think um, so it was again like a dystopian thing but like and it's like a group of kids living in the middle of nowhere by themselves because all the adults have been like killed I think something like that and um and then this girl like basically has sex with her cousin (laughs) oh I think that's I'm pretty sure that's the plot I could be making and then um there's incest god I just searched dystopian teen and like so many of these ring a bell like, did you read one called Legend by Marie Lu? Oh, yes. That definitely rings a bell too. God, there's so many. Um, Yeah, I'm literally just looking up the Wikipedia for how I live now. It's like, after meeting her 14-year-old cousin at the airport, 
um blah 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 <laughs> and then later in the paragraph after like, meeting her 14 year old he cousin. soon finds herself falling in love with Edmund and after realizing the effect of mutual begins a relationship with him yeah it's really weird oh um anyway <laughs> anyway uh uh yeah but dystopians <laughs> are so cool like I absolutely love them Remember yeah, uh, recently I said something to do with dystopian and Andy was like, you love the word dystopian. And I was like, <laughs> I feel so like red. <laughs> <laughs> he read you to filth. I was like, I love just like using that word to describe things. <laughs> and I clearly say it too much. I mean, we are, we're living in a dystopia, let's be honest. Exactly. That's what I said. <laughs> um, I had another one that just like came to my mind um that I was like I absolutely loved this book and movie and it was um Holes by mm. Saka such a good book and and movie mm. like the mist the mystery in that and like the yeah what was the lady's name reveals, uh, kissing Kate Barlow <laughs> yes I love that actress as well, the one in the movie. And she kills someone, she kills people by kissing them with poison. On yes. Lips. So oh, good. And doesn't she have like poison? I thought she like kills them with a lizard or something. Um, yeah. Or there is just a lizard that kills someone. Or... There is a poisonous lizard, yeah. Well, maybe the lizard kills her. Yeah, There's I think some... it does. I think it kills her. There's something with a lizard. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lizard. I don't know, it's um, the desert. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like, it's such a great, like, like a mystery. And then, yeah, things get revealed and you're like, whoa, this is crazy. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great book. Great film. So good. <laughs> <laughs> from you really and Lemony. Young. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, were you a series of unfortunate events, Gal? I loved series of unfortunate events. Like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's another one that I would like wait for the new one to come out and I'd be like so excited to read it. Yeah. Like, and I remember the covers so clearly. Like, I had them all lined up in my, on my bookshelf because they were all, like the hardback colors. Yeah. Like, hardback children's books were not that common a thing, I think. And like, I'm pretty sure like soft covers didn't exist of those books. Like, they were only hardback. No, they definitely were. Thing? Yeah. Yeah, like they yeah, because yeah. you had the set, like, and they were all yeah. hardbacks. I don't think they ever did a paperback. No, I mean, because usually what happens is the hardback that's... comes out, and then you get the paperback later on. But um, yeah, that's like a weird. Yeah. Is that like a weird publishing decision? They were like, no, we're only going to be hardbacks. Yeah, like I think I feel like I mean I'm not an expert on children's books at all, but like I feel like that is quite rare to have a series that's all hardback. Especially because mm. they're fairly fairly short, aren't they? Like they're not huge, hefty books. Yeah. Um, but like I genuinely think it was because they look so cool, like as a set and like all lined up with the spines and all different colours. They like, looked so just... good. And they were all identical lengths because yeah. they all looked the same on the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> they're near they identical. So well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were just great. Like again, like some quite like dark stuff going on in those. But um... <laughs> I remember like that was like they were the first books I read that I was like they were genuinely like really creeping me out. Like oh yeah, for sure they were scary. Like I mean, Count Olaf, like in the books especially, is like terrifying, and he's like hunting so them down, scary. and he's yeah. always popping up. And it's like the face of someone that you thought you trusted, but then it turns out to be Count Olaf in disguise. <laughs> 
I know and like that yeah he's terrifying what disguises he had <laughs> oh my god the wildest disguises like he would be like an old woman he'd be like an old professor like I don't know and Maybe. like it was always like they would know immediately but like the people around them just had yeah. no idea wasn't it and they're like, and like this is Count Olaf what's everyone doing like <laughs> he's dangerous just to, get to the point where like in the first few they're going to like family members but then I'm pretty sure they run out of family members in the end right and they're just going yeah. to like they end up in completely random places and at the end God. they um they end up discovering this like secret society which their parents were a part of and then they're like they're like in this underground I think that one's in that's, like the grim, the... the grim grotto which was like number yes. 13 or something I want to say yeah um, I'm like I think there were 13 books altogether now because that's like a you know fun number to end on because it was the VFD thing, wasn't it? VFD! And that would have, <laughs> like, a different acronym in every book or something. And it was, like yeah. It meant something different in every book. Wasn't it something to do with, like, fire services? Yes. And then in I don't the know one, if it always was. So the one, um, the, which is the one with all the birds? Um, The Vile Village. <laughs> the Vile Village. Um, it's like something foul department or something. Like oh, I don't remember it being a different thing in all the things. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. God. Oh my god, they were genius. Like that man, the author, like he is a fucking genius. Even like, obviously not now because of the internet, but <laughs> like when they came out, I know we had the internet, but you know we didn't use it in the same mm. way. I remember even being like, it was mysterious who he even was because obviously Lemony Snicket is yeah a character. <laughs> He's in a... him, in itself yeah yeah and it didn't Dependent. like you didn't really know who they were buying like it was so mysterious because like yeah. the writer was a character in it and oh my god yeah I'd forgotten about that like I just Honestly. remember the whole thing was like so this? weird and like I remember yeah. the viral village specifically being where it got really scary and being like oh my yeah. god <laughs> like it's yeah. if, I feel like it took a turn then there's some of these that I'd even forgotten about like the hostile hospital the carnivorous yeah. carnival <laughs> I honestly think of all the things it's that we've so talked good. about so far, I would love to read these again. Yeah. I honestly it might like genius. fuck it. <laughs> and um so what did you think of the movie as well? I liked the movie. Yeah, like it's good. It's a bit like a bit more silly, like less they scary, I would say. Like yeah. the Jim Carrey as Count Olaf, like even though he's great, like it's not. It made it more like a kid's thing, which is honestly what it was. Like, yeah, I think like, I don't know, maybe we don't give kids enough credit for like, they could take something a bit scarier and a bit Mm. creepier because like a lot of the books were, well, like these books, prime example, were like so fucking creepy. (laughs) I wonder if like. We definitely try and make it funnier. Yeah. But like, I did think it was good though. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's because of like film certifications, yeah. Yeah. And, like, but you couldn't make you know, it more than a PG, really, could you? Because it's literally for mm, kids. So I get I guess, it. Like, like they couldn't really are, make it scary. Yeah, things but, are kind of scarier on screen because you have to see them visually, and you can't just like imagine them. He was nearly killing them all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was wild. And <laughs> um, <laughs> um, do you remember this snake? I one did think as well. it was good though, and like they got so many. So many good actors as well. Like in yeah, that movie, that's what I was they say. obviously Jim Carrey, Meryl Streep. Um, yeah, the third one. I'd and like, that. In the second one, wasn't it Billy Connolly? 
Yeah, Billy Connolly in the reptile room. <laughs> like they had amazing actors in it. So good. Yeah. I was really disappointed that they didn't do more. So obviously they covered the first three books in that movie. I, know. I just thought they would keep going and then do like the next three. And I, I wonder I wonder what happened if it was planned and then it just didn't, it got cancelled. Maybe or... it was just a bit of a flop. I don't know. Oh God, they're just so creepy. Like they still make my skin crawl thinking about them. They're yeah, genuinely literally. scary. That elevator one was terrifying. I honestly looking at those covers is so nostalgic like I know they were so great I've I had a few others that I wanted to mention like for when from when I was a bit younger like I mean Roald Dahl haven't even mentioned shit yeah such amazing books um and um like I I also had like a lot of books that I loved as a kid that were like really old from like the 50s and stuff <laughs> so I used oh, to read yeah. like Enid Blyton like the famous five and all of that um yeah and yeah. <gasps> did you read Mallory Towers yeah I think I did fuck that was I think that was Enid Blyton too yeah and it was about girls like at boarding, boarding school. school yeah <laughs> I also really loved there was this book called ballet shoes that um I really love oh, yeah. It's from the like 1920s and it's about um these three sisters who are adopted and they're just found like by this guy like random places around the world so he calls them the fossils because he's like a paleontologist. Oh yeah. <laughs> um it's so lovely and they're like trying to get into showbiz and like one of them's an actress, one of them's a ballet dancer and stuff and like it's so lovely and they made a series of it actually like maybe 10 years ago or so with Emma Watson no way yeah like pre Harry Potter from oh 2008 yeah so it would have been during Harry Potter oh and stuff like the secret garden that's another oh yeah oh god this is so nostalgic I remember the secret garden as well being like not creepy but like Mm. I don't know there was something about it that was like because there was darkness to it there was kind of like magical stuff involved in that right yeah well and like the main or like fairies or something yeah I think so the main character's like something mysterious got some kind of illness and is in a wheelchair and stuff I might be getting this confused for something (laughs) maybe another thing that I had to mention even though I feel like this might be a bit younger than us but do you remember the absolute chokehold that this book had on like the world? The Rainbow Fish. <laughs> I don't even know what that book is. Oh my God, look it up because I swear you'll recognise the cover. Oh God, what? It was more of like a kid's picture book. But um, it had this cover that I remember so clearly because it had like sparkly scales. It kind of rings a bell, but like not that much to be honest. <laughs> yeah, fair. I like the look of him though. Yeah. Or her. They. Oh, and it's just popped up as well. Elmer, the rainbow elephant. Do you remember him? Oh, I'm looking at that. Just me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, sorry. I remember He's him. He's a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huge, man. huge. Oh, and one thing, another thing that I had to mention before we finish. Sorry, this is like the longest episode ever, but um, is Goosebumps. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you mentioned Goosebumps. This is so good. <laughs> Fuck, I've got to share with you my favorite cover of goosebumps (laughs) um one i remember a lot from goosebumps is i remember one about um this isn't the cover that i'm about to show you but Mm. it was about um 
crocodiles and they were like there was like three crocodiles on the cover and I remember so vividly that like to greet the crocodiles would slap tongues so they'd be like <laughs> Ew. and uh, me and one of my friends back in the day were like should we try it so we slapped tongues Touching so I tongues. guess that's my first kiss oh my god <laughs> Oh my goodness, I remember doing that, being like, oh, should we touch tongues? And we're like, ew, Should we try? <laughs> oh my so God, this funny. fucking cover. Okay, I'm going to share my screen. <laughs> so like the Goosebumps books always had like a tagline as well mm. on the cover. Yes. I remember oh. getting through so many of those. I would get loads of them out of the library because you know you could get like 10 books at once from the library. And it was incredible. I remember literally reaching that 10 book limit. Yeah. Wild. Every single time I went, I would reach that limit because I just, there was too many. I need them all. Yeah. Like I couldn't, I remember having to decide because I had like 12 or something in my hands and I was like, <laughs> I, I have to put choose. two of them back, but I was so upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little, little me was such a voracious reader. I just sent you a JPEG file. <laughs> It came from beneath the sink. <laughs> this particular goosebumps was about a killer sponge. Oh, oh my god, it's so good. Oh my god, with the tagline. The tagline is even better. It's warm, it's breathing, and it doesn't do dishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goosebumps is iconic. When I was looking this up, I also saw this, which is clearly from the like series version, and um. This is the sponge uh, took to screen. And look at this thing. <laughs> what the actual fuck is that? It's, it looks just like, um, it literally looks like, you know, in the second parts of the Caribbean movie where they have like Barnacle Bill. Is that yeah. Like, it literally looks like that. <laughs> it's so bad. I don't even know if you can tell, but can you see the eyes? Yeah. Just about like the two slits. slightly red bits. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Honestly, so Naughty's like special effects oh. are incredible. <laughs> incredible. You know, you know, I could do a whole episode on abusive CGI in the oh early 2000s. Oh my god, we should. It's so funny. <laughs> That's just reminded me as well of like I got I had a real big phase when I was a kid of I don't know if you ever did these, but choose your own adventure books. No, like, I remember getting so many of those at the library and it was basically like you're on a quest and it was like if you want to go down the left path turn to page 293 and if you want to go down the right and then like different things Stop would happen it. based on what you chose and sometimes it oh, would be like fun. you died go back to the beginning <laughs> <laughs> so like oh but they, were, they were so fun it was really into those for a bit love it <laughs> Oh man, I feel like I've gone on, on and on, but everyone's probably tuned out by now. So we really could. <laughs> this makes me so happy, though. Like reminiscing about all the books that I loved. I know love. books. Books are life. Everyone. This just makes me want to read them all again. But <laughs> I know I'm very tempted by series. Unfortunate. Oh my events, god! Honestly, to be honest, might go for that. Anything yeah. that we've talked about that you're tempted to reread? I I think Angus song Angus and Full Frontal Snogging I definitely would reread. Yeah. Like something a bit fruity. Great read. <laughs> Sexual thriller. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it and report back. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was great fun. All right, Gorge. But um, we'll see y'all soon. Bye. <laughs>
follow us on Instagram at Nostalgia Fix Podcast and Twitter at Nostalgia Fix Pod. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or you can email us at nostalgiafixpodcast at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And we'll see you next time.